Five, yes. Where are my eyeglasses? Right here. Oh, that's okay, what I was trying to give to them. There you go. <laughs> All three pairs on your head. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my gosh. Okay. That's very I'm funny. I'm ready now. We can start. We got the glasses. We can see. We know what we're doing. Um, yeah. yeah. The doorbell go off, so it threw I know, me it, off. It threw me. As like halfway through the intro, we were like, who's here? Chaos and mayhem. Yeah. Like, I was like, what's going on? We don't have guests. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Um, I want to go ahead and knock Let's... this out. The following program may contain subject matter and realistic language that some listeners may find objectionable. Listener discretion is advised. So Ooh. you're going to knock that out. Right? That means it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. Yay! That's a fun show, Mark. <laughs> Anytime I say that, you know it's about to be good. <laughs> I just think we killed everybody's eardrums. Did you see that red? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thing? Yes. Oh, my God. Sorry, everybody. You can turn your dials down. Um, so anyway, we have our friend, she is no stranger to the studio, we have Georgiana Wiley here. Hi! She does so many things, and I made the graphic, I was like, she has so many letters behind her name. She is Alphabet a, Soup. Actually, certified. I'm getting my credentials to be a sex counselor as oh, well cool. next month, so I'm looking forward to seeing what those letters are. SX. S. S-E-X. S with like an upside down E or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 so don't get flagged on social media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like the S with those. I know. Yeah, with the money. Like no, the, the money sign. I want the S to be money sign. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh my god. With a triple X. Ooh, there you go. Oh, that'll bring you money. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> People be like, "What's this all about?" I like, don't know, but I'm gonna sign up. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> You can be her first customer. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for coming back in. Thanks for having me. We wanted to have Georgiana on because it is Labor Day. Ha, ha, ha. But also, we might not talk about labor. We might talk about what leads up to labor instead. Exactly. So. Uh, I think that would be really sensible. I'm just going to do a little plug here. I don't know if people are living under rocks or what, but Georgia's passed some interesting legislation since Mm -hmm. the Roe v. Wade case went through. So I thought it would be really useful to talk about how to either get into or avoid labor 10 months later. I love that. There you go. The avoiding labor the show. Avoiding part. Which, which <laughs> technically, if I can be a, a wet blanket, is actually like Labor Day specifically is about labor laws. And oh, how do we, tell. And so we fought. It's, labor Day is all about like, I believe, I hope I'm not wrong right now. Google this. Um, I should probably Google it as I'm talking. I'm but sure you're. I'm sure I you're hope I'm right. Close. Yeah. It's about like the labor that, um, that people fought for. So like no child labor and like minimum yeah. wage and fair that labor laws. Sense. I, I believe. I'm going to look it up right now. But, so, in the spirit, we don't want to have labor on Labor Day. Like, you shouldn't be working on Labor Day. So, no labor on Labor Day in the uh-huh. pregnancy sense also. Perfect. Yes. All ties together. No magic we moments. We wanted to do this last year. Remember yes. we were talking about doing a Labor Day show, yeah. show on labor? And, what and did, then you weren't available. Something something came up. Well, I would really like to know what's going on with, like, the minimum wage and stuff because it doesn't seem like a livable wage. Like, it seems like they need to kind of, like, update the whole labor law, Labor Day <laughs> assessment. Did you guys there. know that in Georgia, the legal minimum wage, legal, mm-hmm. that they are allowed to pay you is so low, is $5.15 <gasps> an hour, that the national federal minimum wage has to come higher than it because it's seven twenty five. So they literally don't pay like they can five fifteen. Five fifteen and good old Georgia. So I used to pay five fifty 
to my employees like 25, 30 years ago. And yeah. they were just rolling in the dough. Yes. Apparently. Yeah. Well, what about waitresses? Aren't they like 250? 213. 213. That hasn't changed either. And no, and it's supposed to be because they're tipped employees. But anybody who's ever actually been a waitress knows knows. that people do not actually always tip you. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when I was working tip enough to to warrant that extra that you're missing. Well, because don't they pay taxes as if everybody tips 18 Mm percent? Yeah. Yep. Um, Okay. Labor Day is rooted in the late 19th century when labor activists pushed for a federal holiday to recognize the many contributions that workers have made to America's strength, prosperity, and well-being. So I was right. Oh, that is absolutely lovely. Yeah, what a great, great what holiday. Is That's ridiculous. That I, I didn't mm. even really know that's what Labor Day yeah, was about. That that's either. just terrible. Well, it took me a long time to know that, honestly. I didn't know <laughs> there it. There you go. Like, we have just educated everybody. And also, <laughs> ourselves. also, my mom was born on actual Labor Day. Oh, that's funny. Because her birthday is the 6th, but the year that she was born... She actually was born on actual Labor Day. Because wow. my grandma took that very seriously. I guess she was like, <laughs> Get to work. Day, watch this. Get to work. Check it out. <laughs> so, well, happy birthday. I know. As well. We, her birthday is on Tuesday. Um, and we are going to go to the Savannah Bananas game on Friday for her oh, birthday. Great. So, hi, Mom. I hope you're excited. <laughs> hi, Lynn. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So, <laughs> anyway, no labor on Labor Day. That's, I think, I like that. I like that, too. So, let's talk. (laughs) Let's. Let's. What, how should we start this off? Yeah, really. I I didn't expect us to go into, like, the labor and and Labor Day and how (laughs) it started this whole conversation. I know. Yeah. Um, I had a segue, so. So, I'll just segue for you. Thank you. Okay, so I feel like, all right, so, like, professionally, I do holistic gynecology as a nurse practitioner and a midwife. I don't deliver babies anymore. And um, so women's health with a focus on trauma, right? So I'm kind of like really obsessed with helping women understand their bodies. And this thing I keep on noticing is most women have no clue when they're fertile or their fertile window or anything about their cycle. Mm-hmm. Some of them maybe are charting it. There's all these like kind of gimmicky Instagram things trying to sell you basal body temperature charting stuff. So people are like kind of interested in it. Mm-hmm. But I thought it might be useful to kind of give an overview of mm-hmm. like, when you're fertile, when you conceive, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Because I'm sure everybody just finds it completely fascinating, like I do. I yeah. do. <laughs> no, well, I want to know. I don't remember this okay. stuff. Okay, okay. It's really interesting to me. I don't want to cut you no, off. No, 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 because I'll yammer on forever. Go ahead. I love it. I would love you to. But I, am, I remember learning, because my friend was an ultrasound tech, and I learned when I was in college, so I was 19, that she was like, you know that when you're pregnant... When, if you're, like, six weeks pregnant, you only are, like, that was, okay, I'm going to mess it up. But, like, it's not it's not accurate. It's not uh-huh. exactly yeah. six weeks. What is it? It's that you... Well, okay. All right. You say it better than me. So, well, so, it, like... Nitty-gritty. Let's the go. people kind of do, like, oh, I'm two months pregnant or whatever. But in the medical world, we do weeks because there's a lot that's happening. And it's a lot of kind of confusion mm-hmm. about a month anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... The first day of your period is the first day of your cycle, day one. Mm -hmm. And that's what's dating your whole pregnancy is actually the first day of your last period Mm -hmm. when you weren't even pregnant yet, right? Right. So day one of your bleed, day one of your cycle, little textbook lady who has her white picket fence and is just this wonderful little life has a 28-day cycle. Mm -hmm. So 28 days from the first day of one bleed to the first day of the next bleed. And she ovulates on day 14. 
So we are not all a day 14 ovulator, but you tend to be pretty consistent in what day of your cycle you do ovulate. Okay, so whatever that day would be. It's pretty consistent for you, right? Yeah, and a, a normal cycle can be 23 to 36 days, anywhere in there. As long as you have, like, a general idea of when it's going to come, then mm-hmm. you're pretty much regular. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be, like, a day 18 or, or whatever ovulator, right? Mm-hmm. But you are actually fertile the week before you ovulate, up until the act of ovulation. And some mm-hmm. things that are kind of cool, like if you start tuning them with your body, you may notice that week of ovulation that you're more interested in sexual content or masturbation or porn or whatever. Um, there's a math equation of the inverse ratio of your hemline and your neckline as you approach and pass ovulation. Oh, um, so cool. Yeah, right? That you're just interested. And when you go to the bathroom and wipe, you may notice there's more like slippery wetness. Uh-huh. And then as soon as you ovulate, then um, things go dry and you're back to business as usual that's so interesting Mm -hmm. so you have little follicles one releases an egg and then that follicle secretes progesterone the second half of the cycle la-di-da that's called your luteal phase Mm -hmm. and so if you conceive then it's kind of floating around in there for a couple of weeks right so Mm -hmm. implantation all that like you wouldn't even know that you were pregnant even people who were doing all kinds of like you know IUI and all that kind of stuff you like Mm -hmm. you just don't don't generally know you're pregnant until after four weeks Mm -hmm. closer to five if you're not paying attention to anything then six weeks if you're lucky nausea that kind of stuff doesn't really kick in until after that point Mm -hmm. so the georgia's legislation has passed that makes it um abortions are illegal after six weeks so the big problem with that is most people don't know that they're pregnant yet so Mm -hmm. i think it's really good for women to start understanding their fertile window Mm -hmm. and when you're fertile so plan b Um, You can make your own plan B with a pack of birth control pills. You can Google the brands and stuff to figure out how many pills you need. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. But you take it as soon as possible, but ideally within three days of an accident. But if you've already ovulated, you really don't have to worry about it. So some people are taking plan B often in one cycle. Um, And there's a bunch of non-hormonal birth control methods now. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of hormonal ones. There's more than just pills. There's a bunch. There's like a cool thing called Fexi. It's a gel. Yes, I saw that. Yes. from Schitt's Creek is the oh. person that like is the face for it. Isn't that oh, funny? That's awesome. Yeah, I can't think of what her name is. That's good that it's getting out there. Yes, I, yeah. I saw it on TV of all places. Good. That's good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. It's vitamin C, potassium, and lactic acid, and you put it in the vagina within an hour of sex. Guess how much it is if you don't have insurance for 12. 12 is how much comes in a pack. Uh, um, $200. No. Guess again. Lower or higher? Higher. Higher? Higher. $600. Oh, my God. A month for vitamin C gel. That is... Highway robbery. That is absolutely... And you need a prescription. That that is ridiculous. That is so inaccessible. I've been negotiating with yeah. a company to get a self pay like for uninsured women, uh-huh. and they came down to a hundred. Like it was like an amazing breakthrough. Wow, and that's, that's still a hundred dollars a month. I know, but that's, that's that is ridiculous. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot that's of money. A huge difference. And that yeah. honestly, like, if I can go here with that, that is so inaccessible to so many women, yeah. and really just shows. I mean, like. Birth control is expensive, and a lot of women can't afford that. Accessing it. Okay, so, like, let's just talk about in Savannah, first of all. Mm -hmm. So, most OBGYNs won't accept you as a new patient if you don't have insurance, and most of them aren't taking new patients, and those who are are broke out, like, 8 to 16 months in advance. So, very long time. Health department through COVID hasn't been doing GYN. So, 
where do you go, right? And especially if, like, you have high blood pressure or something mm-hmm. where you don't want to just go NERCs, all those things, Pill Club, right. all those things online, plug in those, like, awesome, great resources. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you can get Viagra and just bat of an eye, 10 easy. bucks, super easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but birth control is really just not that super easy to get. So I'm trying to increase access for mm-hmm. contraception, but I mean, some people do need a little bit of monitoring for like mm-hmm. conditions. Like if you smoke right. mm-hmm. or you have high blood pressure or mm-hmm. stuff like that, then, you know, use caution. You should um, definitely, yeah, that, that's the situation where you should definitely. Like, well, and then there's Depo, mm-hmm. IUDs, Nexplanon, mm-hmm. the things that don't have estrogen are still safe for those women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's so important if I can plug you, I hope this is all right to do on air, but, um, I saw you or I telehealth with you because I was on the worst birth control I've ever had Mm -hmm. and, and like not to talk any kind of smack about who I was going to before. Like it's, you know, they just didn't know. Like I said that my biggest problem was that I had really crazy mood swings and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be on birth control because Mm -hmm. of that. And so they gave it to me. And when I saw Georgiana every birth, she was like, I think it took you five minutes. And you were like, what are you on? Yeah. And, and oh, yeah. Like, you were on a triphasic. Triphasics yeah. suck. And I never should have been on that. Suck. Suck. And they it, suck. It, awful. And I, and I specifically said, because what was it you said? It was making my ups way up and my so, downs. So, yeah. Down. The triphasic tries to mimic the natural mm-hmm. fluctuation in hormones. So, for women that have any kind of, like, mood issues, it just wreaks havoc yes. on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, like, old school. Yes. Yeah. And it was... I was, I could not believe that in five, and and that's just the importance of like, you know, listening and like knowing about contraception and knowing what works for you. Going and somebody that you can trust. Yes. That's well, the hard part. There's that a lot hard. of options. Like it's a really big menu. And another yes. thing that's interesting is so a lot of women think that they need to bleed every month, but mm-hmm. actually no. suppressing your menstruation, um, we weren't really designed to get our periods at 11, menstruate every month until 60. Like it is actually hard on your body. So mm-hmm. you can use contraception to suppress menstruation. Um, lesbians and virgins can do it right women yeah. who are anemic people who are on sports and like they can't deal with their periods all kinds of reasons mm-hmm. to suppress having a blood flow every month mm-hmm. decreases ovarian cancer endometrial cancer and breast cancer so, oh, so it's like has a lot of health benefits actually so mm-hmm. there's a lot of misconception about birth control and i think a lot of people get put on stuff and they think that it's the birth control causing their problems but the birth control right? is actually helping their underlying issue like mm-hmm. PCOS or whatever it is and so mm-hmm. they think everything is from their birth control but it's really their underlying thing that they don't understand mm-hmm. so yes. there's just a lot of misinformation out there I think birth control definitely gets a bad rap because before I was on the one that was right for me I was like this makes me feel like I'm yeah. imbalanced like I just mm-hmm. I feel mentally like not and there's stable. a huge difference like I can vouch for the huge yeah. difference <laughs> in Rachel's <laughs> mood yeah and yeah. your skin cleared she went your you. skin yes. looks better yeah thank you just 100 percent. and mm. that's actually so important you know because mm. a lot of women are you know they don't really know you get the wrong birth control doesn't work for you like when i was young i always heard that birth control made you fat that mm-hmm. you gained yeah, weight see? So yeah. I didn't want to get on birth control had uh-huh. many many mistakes thereafter <laughs> <laughs> But also in the 80s, I didn't have the kind of information that we have now. Mm-hmm. But still, like, yeah. if it's not working for you, there's other options. But you got to get to the provider. Yes. You got to get an appointment. Gotta, what are you going to ride the bus? Right. You're going to yes. tell your mom. To the original part of our conversation. Yeah. And, Which also, yeah. those yeah. under 18 are legally emancipated in all 50 states for accessing contraception. You don't need your parents' permission. Nobody mm-hmm. has to know. The provider cannot release your information to your parents. Mm-hmm. So um, don't let that be a barrier. That's a good point because I think a lot of people have the 
uh, well, a lot of men who don't know, like, birth control is not just for preventing birth, it's for so many other issues, like, yeah. ac- like acne, or yeah. like, um, what others? PMDD, like, yes, PMS, exactly. right? Like preventing that hormonal fluctuation. Yes. Yeah. Preventing okay. ovulation. So mm-hmm. ovarian cyst is a cause of pelvic mm-hmm. pain, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Endometriosis. Mm-hmm. You want to suppress menstruation to preserve their fertility. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a lot of good it's things. It's complicated. Yeah. It's super interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys have heard of COSO, the new, it's the little testicle bath that yeah. is like, I think a hundred degrees and has a little ultrasound frequency. And so men put their testicles in it every day for 15 minutes and it prevents the spermatogenesis so it's a very effective contraception but the problem is do you really trust him to be consistent and remember it every day oh baby yes I did my ball soak today yes I did come here snuggle me (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's the problem that's the problem trusting like incorporated into the foreplay oh sure yeah balls babe Oh yeah, I'm ready. Balls in an hour, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's actually... like a new tea bag meaning. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of tea bag, I got. I remember this kid in my sixth or seventh grade class got in so much trouble for tea bagging. Who did he tea bag? Uh, somebody else, like on a field trip, like on a sleepover oh field trip. That's yes. so funny. And because I heard like, oh, he got in trouble for tea bagging. And I said, what's that mean? <laughs> and they told me, and I was like, oh god, gross. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm glad we said the disclaimer. Yeah, welcome. It's educational, really. It's, educational. it's all in the name of education. Yes. Yeah, it's all yeah. to learn more. That's fascinating that that's an option. Yes. And it sort of gets yeah. into, like, the idea of male birth control, mm-hmm. which um, I'm all They're not for. used to. No, well, they're not used to. Well, women generally don't trust their partners to be consistent in keeping up with the contraception. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And, okay, so, you know, Roe versus Wade stuff, blah, 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 six mm-hmm. weeks now. So now in Georgia, the they're calling it a fetus, but technically at six weeks it's an embryo. Mm-hmm. But um, so oh, now important. the embryo has rights, and you yeah. can claim them on your taxes they have full legal so that means that like if you knock somebody up then child support six weeks right yeah like there's like all kinds of fascinating implications for all of this Mm -hmm. stuff or if like i go to best buy and i trip and fall and i have a miscarriage can i now sue them for like killing my baby at six weeks yeah so like there's all this stuff that's gonna go with it being like a full righted human at six weeks until all that stuff comes out so that they and yeah, I, and I mean, I, I'm yeah. saying this. You said, what's going to happen? Yeah, like, let, uh-huh. you, we're going to have to see what's going to happen for yes. it to go back. Well, did you hear about the lady in Texas who yes, was pregnant? She drove in the Hove Lane. Did you, um, did you hear about that? No, I'm Hove, terrible at keeping up news. Part, but go ahead. She was driving. She was pregnant, and she was driving in the Hove Lane, and it was only her. And she got pulled over, and they were like, "You're only one person in the Hove Lane." She's like, "No, I'm not. I'm pregnant. Ooh. Check my baby out." Ooh. And they were like, "Well, I don't really know about that." And yeah. She was like, and she was like, "I." She emphasized like this is not a political statement. Like I'm not. But gonna let's take it. Way. Sure. Let's take yeah. It there because if you say that this is a person, then I'm. I'm good. That's awesome. Good for her. Pushing the envelope. I know. I don't know what happened with her, actually. That's another thing I'll look up. Yeah. But, yeah, I saw that and I was like, good. People have to start pushing back against this. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. you, you have to... Yeah, that's the stuff you gotta do. Well, you hear about the woman, I think she was also from Texas, that, um... Her fetus is born or doesn't have a skull, so she anencephaly. She has to go to another state to get an abortion, and she's just, you know, it's like a big uh, yeah. 
thing on the news. The yeah. biggest thing, there was a story that came out, um, I don't remember what year, but it was on Jezebel, and it was, I think it was Gia Tolentino was the writer, and she interviewed a woman who had to go to Colorado to get an abortion at, like, 34 weeks. And she, wow. because the baby was, I think it probably had encephalitis. I can't remember and exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she she had a condition where if she pushed, she had, like, a brain or, uh-huh. like a, or a neck something. Yeah. And she's like, I cannot deliver it or I'm going to die. Well, they would do a C-section. True. Well, they, there must be something else to it. Yeah, I sure. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah. that was the most, that really changed, not that I felt a different way before this mm-hmm, but reading mm-hmm, that i was like mm-hmm. this is so fascinating yeah. and you really can't even understand the depths of that yeah, what women conversation go through. everybody yeah. has a completely different reaction yeah to being pregnant exactly. well and for those who are seeking terminations for whatever their reasons may be mm-hmm. um north carolina they're very progressive, surprisingly. Right, surprisingly. Yeah, but yes. Georgia, Florida, Alabama, you know, all of us fun states um, yeah. are a big no-no. But mm-hmm. North Carolina, you still can. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of, like, funds and um, there's a bunch of organizations. Mm-hmm. There's some of us who are local abortion doulas to help people access care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, too, what all is cropping up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. everything goes black market when it becomes illegal. Yeah. So yeah. now there's more um, home menstrual extractions, which is basically doing an abortion on your yourself oh, wow yeah menstrual it's they're calling it a menstrual extraction so it's an early miscarriage the mm-hmm. herbal world for those who are interested because there's been a lot of like you know oh this herb blah 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 mm-hmm. i went to a rainbow family gathering and was talking with some of the herbalists who run herbal schools about the herbs for inducing a loss and basically they are all super super poisonous mm-hmm. you have to do it before six weeks so it's the same cutoff time mm-hmm. and if it's not successful you have to proceed with a termination because it's so toxic to the fetus but they're also super toxic to the mom Mm -hmm. so if you get the dose wrong it causes kidney failure and they were talking about women they had met who had gotten the dose wrong and are now just on dialysis for it proper health care yeah so like those trying to go underground with stuff just use a lot of caution that's awful and very scary yeah where we came from it's absolutely horrible yes Mm -hmm. it's so upsetting shut down Mm -hmm. yeah i shut down Well, I'm just trying to keep up with, like, what all is out there and resources and stuff to see, especially, Mm -hmm. like, how things, like, are unexpectedly, like, okay, so they... can help women. Yeah. Well, so, like, they made it so if it's a product of incest or rape, um, then you can have a termination up to 20 weeks, but you have to file a police report. So I wonder, for one thing, women who have histories of trauma, which is the majority of women, um, we all have like a freeze response, right? So you yeah, tend to yeah. not say no, you're not going to fight against them. You're just right. going to like let the perpetrator do what he's doing and then be done, but it's not consensual. So it's technically rape, but then because you didn't speak up and say no, you kind of, so you're not going to go to the police, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or if it's with your boyfriend, are you not going to file a police report just so you can get yeah. a termination right, right? like what's going to happen with all oh, of that stuff and, and then also just the loss of privacy yeah yes in filing the police report absolutely like, there's have no to... damn need for anybody else no. to know there's well, no need for the that. processing of rape collection kits is already backlogged 18 months and that so was pre-covid so yes. i'm sure it's even worse now so there's so many years behind mm-hmm. it's almost like yeah. then what do you, wow. i mean yeah right. So right. it's going to be super interesting mm-hmm. of how it's going to affect the legal system yeah. and stuff, too. Absolutely. I mean, there's going to be so many situations, I feel like. Um, I looked up the Texas woman. Oh, yeah. She got ticketed again. 
<laughs> she did it again. Oh, she's going to keep on she's pushing keep it. Going. It says, Brandy Patone told the Dallas Morning News that authorities ticketed her for the same offense at the same location after a previous <laughs> citation was dropped. The Morning News reported that the, tex- the Texas legislature is set to clarify the issue of when a fetus counts as a person in its next session. Okay, well. Well, isn't it six weeks? Or are they not yeah, doing the heartbeat law? Yeah, is it not six weeks? That's like, what well, it is gonna here. Change yeah. it. They're going to make an exception for when you drive in the pew. The HMV lane. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that, it Watch. only applies in the hub lane. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. That, but that's the way that things get twisted, you know? Yes. Just so ridiculously. It is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that's ridiculous. A, a stretch, but yes. it, we're going to find out. I can't wait to find out. Like, I, I think that's amazing yeah. that she is pushing it like that. Like, uh-huh. um, Good for her. I'm sure it's annoying. Keep getting a well, ticket for that. Even though, like, if they're doing six weeks like we are, okay, so first day of your period, right? So that's a two-week gap. So really the fetus is four weeks, but you're six weeks gestation. So are we going six weeks gestation? Are we going with a six-week fetus? And then it's not a fetus. It's an embryo mm-hmm. up until 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it doesn't even have arms and legs yet. Like, it still has a tadpole tail. Mm-hmm. And it's still on a yolk sac. So, mm-hmm. like, you don't even have a placenta yet. So the baby isn't even actually using your nutrients it's just like when you crack an egg and there's a yolk that mm-hmm. we're the same way up until 10 weeks gestation mm-hmm. so it's like this this wow. six weeks point isn't even like yeah developmentally yeah but it's not even developmentally yeah. like anything significant as right. far as like viability like technically mm-hmm. the fetus can't fetus is you know after the embryo it's a fetus so the embryo time is when the organs are still forming so mm-hmm. it's six weeks embryonically it isn't even like doesn't even have all its organs yet, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, the point of, t- previously was considered the point of viability. So mm-hmm. up until 22 weeks gestation, a fetus couldn't survive on the outside of the womb. Mm-hmm. And so that was when they decided was the cutoff of when you would have to resuscitate if there was a birth. Um, mm-hmm. So it's always been this 22 week mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting that they just kind of, especially if you read the legislation, mm-hmm. the terms and stuff they use, you're just like, what are you guys even talking about? Mm-hmm. This is not even the right words for things. That's so interesting because I mean, I feel like most people have had that sense like, oh, this isn't even scientifically accurate. No, it's I mean, not. What you're saying is really yeah. confirming that because it's literally just like, word salad gobbledygook yeah. in the law yes and like did they proof it like just at least be like yeah. hey yeah can i just get like a nurse to like proofread this can here I get, for can me I get a fact check on this or yeah something? yeah or like spell check maybe or something yeah like nah psh, it's, no, fine. it's fine it's fine don't worry Nobody's about it gonna read this <laughs> nobody's it's gonna fine. read this they're, anyway. not, they're, not, they're not gonna care <laughs> well we do actually we care very much yeah it's getting real interesting it's it's really interesting and you brought up what i was trying to say earlier about the four week the six weeks gestation versus uh-huh. six weeks weeks whatever that gestational versus embryonic yes, is a two-week exactly. lag yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's what i was thinking of. so pregnancy is considered a 40 weeks to full term right mm-hmm. um and then you go into labor normal is 37 to 42 mm-hmm. although now the medical models kind of push that closer to 38 39 and if you go a day over you're like overdue but technically you're really not mm-hmm. um so yeah that's so interesting yeah um, we are at the halfway point. Wow. Right. I know. I know. She ended Wow. Um, so we are going to play some messages for you, and then we will be right back. Oh, this is going so well. It's just so easy to gab, you know? Blah, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. It's so yeah, easy with you. Best. Like, you'd like, you're... It's, well, you're it's very always, knowledgeable. I got yes. stuff to say. I'm like, say I feel like the people need to know. Well, but well, that's interesting because I didn't even, like, I don't remember that shit. I mean, I put my thing in the app. It tells me, you know. Oh, I should mention some good apps like Flow yeah, and stuff like know, that yeah, to chart. Like, I'm not having sex. So it doesn't fucking matter. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe you just need to change that. 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe need to change that. I'm saying that like I'm having sex. I'm I'm having sex well, maybe we just need to change that. Maybe we just need to fuck, I guess. Hey, you should do a plug for your art classes. Yes. Uh, oh, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should. We'll do that at the end. Uh, tits and ass? Oh, you can't say tits. I can't say tits and ass. Just, We're saying tits. Yeah. Well, I don't see ass. I just see asshole. <laughs> Already very. Donkeys or asses. True. I can't believe that, well... No, never mind. I was gonna say asshole makes sense, but like it's piss like, on there, I'm still mad about piss. Being I know. Me too. Yeah, like I'm so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. How can you not say? How is that? Unless that word has gotten a little more kind of like less bad over the decades. I mean, it's still not nice. Right. Yeah, but you it's can not say a nice nigger. way to talk. I feel like you it's say. Yeah, no, that should be on there. Dick. You can say dick. It's a name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I just want to know who the hell would name their child Dick. Someone that has a sense of humor. True. That wants their kid to be We can hope, right? (laughs) Do a plug for your classes. You should. We'll get there. Do a plug for the museum. I typically don't like to... Don't care. I'm going to start asking you about it. I can't even go there right now. So if I wanted to paint a vulva... If I wanted to paint a vulva... Yeah. (laughs) Where could I do that? Where could I do that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm wondering. I I feel like I need to ask. I gotta ask. I gotta find out. We have 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Yeah. Here, I want to say something about how, like, using those apps. Yes, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. I think I should read the language disclaimer again. Ugh. Just as long as you read the words. There's a lot of math to it. One second. Thank you for listening to those nice messages. This is Women on Top, where we empower women locally. And we are here with Georgiana Wiley. Hey! Um, I just, I still can't stop thinking about the fact that the law is not even, like, Accurate. Ah, it's ridiculous. Who does that? It's so annoying. Like, ah. like how- it's so. You just have to kind of laugh. You know, for one thing, yeah. Georgia, we're like you know neck to neck with Alabama on everything, and we managed <laughs> to like do it again. No, like what? <laughs> our our met our maternal morbidity rates, our well, everything, actually, all of our outcomes are bad. I want to talk about that because I feel like it's getting more attention now, and I don't want to be like nobody's talking about this. But I mean, the maternal mortality rate in Georgia is what the lowest in the country. Uh, we're neck to neck with Alabama, and it's I can't remember the statistic, but it's quite high. Well, like if you look at that and you mm-hmm. compare it internationally, like just the U.S. stats on that, mm-hmm. we're like below a lot of countries that we shouldn't be. I think we're like 32nd internationally Uh and the maternal morbidity, mortality rates and neonatal morbidity rates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for all of our technology that we blow fat wads on, um, our outcomes are worse. Our very bad outcomes. And I think about the amount of... Especially Georgia. Yeah. And all the hospitals that have shut down. The hospital closures. Yeah. The access we have, I forget, I think it's like 42 counties. It's like 40% of counties in Georgia don't have OBGYN for providers i think about the town that i grew up in and so i in southwest georgia and we did have what town uh moultrie do you know that Uh is yeah so moultrie has the cockroach regional medical center Mm -hmm. and i mean that's just the county though so moultrie was the the county seat and so there's so many cities in that area that don't have Mm -hmm. a hospital because we were the regional one and Mm -hmm. i mean it was not like a huge hospital and i i mean Mm -hmm. fortunately um like when we lived there, my mom, that's where my sister was born. Like she had care mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. I remember she said that they were not very nice to her when she was having her C-section. <laughs> They're probably pretty stressed and overworked and busy. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And like, it's very, it's sad to think about how many places don't have 
that access and how you can't get prenatal care sometimes. 50% of Americans use urgent care and ER as primary care because they don't have access. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's me. I use urgent care for everything. Oh my God. Come to me. I can do primary care. Like that's ridiculous. We can sew your face up. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I do that because like I get, I got an ear infection. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, whatever. That's Um, because Regina does many, many things. I mean, it's not hard. (laughs) <laughs> you're like i got it it's I, not I hard it. sew your face no i really do love sewing <laughs> yeah yeah oh can i say that word, can we say? word? oh stitch and bitch this is a little stitch plug we were just talking about bringing yep. back stick and stitch and bitch mm-hmm. you can sit around and do crafts you don't even have to do the crafts you can just come and sit around mm-hmm. all for it Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that once at the studio. Yeah, it was so it. fun. We need it to do it fun. again. People need. People keep on asking. Yeah, I've been working awesome. on mm-hmm. um, bedazzling because I do own a bedazzler, my vagina mm-hmm. outfit. But like, I just got halfway around with the bedazzle, so we really need to. You do gotta it. do the whole bedazzle. I really yeah. bedazzle the bedazzle. Mm, yeah. You know, I just I just want you to explain for the listeners that were just thrown off by that comment. <laughs> my vagina outfit. Oh yeah. Okay, it's <laughs> not lingerie. Like, sure. Unfortunately, it's not lingerie um no so somebody was like haha trying to make fun of me and they sent me this picture of like a halloween costume that was a giant actually it's a vulva because that is the external genitalia Mm -hmm. i am using the term incorrectly but whatever um and they were like trying to make fun of me and i was like i want that like i want i need to own that outfit and so i got it and i wear it as often as possible much to the mortification of my children yes but you should. But you've worn that out to like, your reels and TikToks. Oh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. People questions. Mm-hmm. You have a photo wrap. Uh-huh. Drawing. Well, all kinds of stuff, yeah. And um, I altered it because I wanted to keep Hershey, Hershey Kisses in it so I could give kisses from my vulva. Oh, my God. Um, I love but that. But my, my problem is I feel like I would like for it to be healthier. You yeah. know, but there's not much healthier that people are getting excited about that they want and to come out of a vagina. And kisses work well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, hey kids, here's an apple. I gotta think about it some more. Although you know, okay, let's just say this. So, like, you know how you eat asparagus, and mm-hmm. if you have the gene, it makes your pee smell funny? Oh, I have that. Yeah. I mean, I could do something like hey. little dried anchovies. And be like BV, <laughs> or it could be like something like asparagus or garlic. garlic. I've had people's water break in my face that had <gasps> recently eaten garlic, and it was just like instant smells like garlic. Oh like God. it really is a direct line. Okay, here's another thing. Wow. I'm just gonna say this too. All right, so if you have a yeast infection, you know the kind of like old classic putting uh-huh. a garlic clove in there. What? It is, I have never heard that. Oh yeah, it's okay. very effective. If you take a little what? string and thread and poke it through the garlic, it makes it easier to get out. Because some people, it goes kind of. It's a one way street. But sometimes it gets up in there and people get a little anxious and freaked out when they can't get it out easily. So the string makes it easier. Mm. But you put it in there and instant garlic breath. That is so weird. I kid you not. It is like when you do like prenatal education for like natural childbirth and stuff, there's a lot of talk about like how you open to labor and you set the room up for a good orgasm kind of setting. So you don't want like bright lights and people asking you questions about your grandmother's health and whatever. So, um... A lot of, like, kissing, right? Like, what gets the baby in gets the baby out. Of when you kiss, it kind of uh-huh. opens you up to the lovemaking process and it opens you up to labor. That's so so it does yeah. make sense. And the same thing when women are going to, like, push or scream. Like, as a midwife, you want to help the woman, like, relax her throat and moan instead of scream. Because it's the same, like, if you tighten the throat, it tightens the cervix. 
direct wow. line, all of it. That is so mm. crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm blown away right now. I know I am too. I'm right. like I'm thinking about like my labor when I had a midwife. It was a really good experience mm -hmm. versus the hospital, which mm -hmm. was hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, did she help you bring down your screaming to a lovely I wasn't moan? Screaming. Mm, you're just a natural. Oh, well, you're a natural. Well, on the first go, man, that was tough. The first, the first childbirth is yeah. hard. But I, I, I hear that this, the second and butter so baby on are much easier. The second's yeah. the butter baby. Butter baby. The butter baby just, whoa, slides right out of there because you were <laughs> expecting it to be long and hard and it's just yeah, naturally much shorter. Yeah, it's a lot shorter. Mm. The path has been paved, so it's the butter baby where it kind of snakes up on you. That's the one that so usually is so in painful. the car. and, and the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so That's the one that's usually in the car or the parking lot or that's very funny. the grocery store. That's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I remember I, despite the fact that my sister and I are estranged now, but back mm -hmm. in the day. Sending her love, sending sister love. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I was there for the birth of her second kid, and she, she's like, oh my God, I need an epidural, like, she was going to try to do it without. She's like, go tell them I need it. I said, okay. And before I got to the door, oh my God, it's coming! And I turn around, and she's like, oh my God, it's coming! And luckily, the nurse came in, and boom. Wow. They caught the baby. Was that her second one? Yeah, it was her second uh, that's one. That's the butter baby. Yeah, butter baby. there yeah, it is. Exactly. It was that's really so, just like that, yeah. That's so interesting. Both my sister and I were C-section because I was breached so I had to be a c-section and wow. I was also butt up mm -hmm, so. mm -hmm. and um mm. then because my because my mom had a scar my sister was also a c-section baby so we just do you have to have the second and subsequent ones if you, if you have a c-section once are all of them then c-section yeah. yeah that's what i'm wondering that's what I no so a cog the american college of gynecologists and obstetricians actually has their um policy recommendations that every woman be encouraged to have a trial of labor mm -hmm. the the more c-sections you have it causes placental defects it increases your risk and there's a mm -hmm. whole bunch of problems so that come by having repeat c-sections right. actually uh -huh. those are done mainly yeah for complications right like because the thing it's is, debatable. is it just seems like well i've heard various the reason okay, that they I put for it, correct, the reason they put for your C-section is has may not have anything to do with why you really had one. They uh -huh. can just put like nuchal cord, cord around the neck. It's not the reason for the C-section, but they can just put that and nobody is going to question it about an eye. You don't get sued for doing an unnecessary C-section. You get sued for not doing one. But so how it's often easy. are they unnecessary? Well, I mean that, you know, right. I, there's some. I've heard that that's basically the point is to, you know. You time it. You're the doctor. You got a bunch of patients. You need to figure out how oh, this wow. is going to go. Yeah. So it's kind of used in that kind of a format. Uh -huh. That was one of the things that I was terrified of. And I had a, even though I had a, uh, had labor at the hospital, I had a midwife. Mm -hmm. And so she was m massaging my vulva. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Perineal massage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everything, mm -hmm. I didn't have any problems mm -hmm. with that. But well, a lot of, it's, Women are very mm -hmm. suggestible mm -hmm. in late pregnancy, and especially in labor. So they're very susceptible to fear. And, yeah, um, <laughs> it's scary. Fear <laughs> secretes adrenaline, and adrenaline blocks the secretion of oxytocin, mm -hmm. which is the molecule of love, and it's also the molecule of childbirth, right? Mm -hmm. So it's easy to kind of interfere with the birth process. Like you think of like deer giving birth, right? They're going to go off in the woods at night. If you spook them, they're going to stop labor, and they'll go someplace safer. 
we're not so different biologically. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's easy to scare a woman and maneuver into having a C-section and her feel grateful she Mm -hmm. needed one, right? Interesting. Yeah. 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 It's called the dead baby card. (sighs) Pulling the dead baby card. Mm. Yeah. If you don't do blah, 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 you know, I wouldn't want you to kill your baby or whatever, all that kind of stuff. Pardon me, but it's also men and patriarchy behind yeah. the uh, well, even the control. way that we're in front of. Well, and I'm sure the I just want to say there's a lot of yeah. fantastic OBGYNs in town. They are wonderful yes. people. They are doing mm-hmm. a great service for our community. They have a very difficult mm-hmm. job with mm-hmm. horrible hours, not a lot of gratitude, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot that yeah. goes into it and burnout and stress, and they mm-hmm. get sued for things that they didn't even do wrong. They were doing a great mm-hmm. job. So it's a messy place to step into anyway. But mm-hmm. I do have a problem with what we think of obstetrics is actually midwifery right mm-hmm. that's just gone though like technocratic mm-hmm. where they yes. put like machines yes. and tools mm-hmm. and taken away the ability to touch people mm-hmm. and our culture already we seem to have a taboo on touching like oh are you a hugger oh weird huggers and mm-hmm. you know so we just don't really touch each other and then here we go as mammals about to give birth and the human touch of like nurturing and support and that's where you get into doulas yeah. right like a woman mm-hmm. you pay to hold your hand and yes. rub your back and make such a difference right. yeah Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. yes. it's just a missing part of birth and our culture in mm-hmm. general. That's so sad to me because then you have these wonderful, amazing, supportive husbands or wives or partners or whoever you choose to partner with in life. Mm-hmm. And then they're terrified and step out of the way and they can't even like hug and nurture their wife or mm-hmm. their partner. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're not doing anybody any favors and how mm-hmm. we're proceeding with how we perceive our bodies and like, oh, what what medications do you take? Oh, it's a blue pill. What's it for? I don't know. It's a blue pill. Or we're so separate from our bodies and mm-hmm. each other's That's bodies so that it's mm-hmm. like, how do we even come back to it? Humans That's are always great. supposed to be yeah. more collective. Yeah. And not so, like, isolation. Yeah, especially as females. Like, yeah. we, our stress response is the tend and befriend, where we want to nurture and, like, little hens ruffle their feathers for their chicks to get under, right? Like, we have that as our stress response. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. And so we're, like, super socially isolated. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I am excited to see that hopefully... It feels like Savannah is becoming more community-oriented. Have you guys noticed that? It seems like there's more things. There's all of these, like, Mm -hmm. um, there's, like, a peace thing going on at Daffin. There's, like, the meet your neighbor. Have you seen those? There's, like, multiple of these, like, meet your neighbor things that the county is putting on. The county is also super supportive of addressing trauma in the community. So the county is doing all these like free meditation workshops and free community resilience model, like stress response stuff, tons of stuff going on. Is that what Kirsten was talking about? Yes. Yes. Kirsten is a, Uh yeah. That's Mm -hmm. right. Cause you got her on trust. Mm -hmm. She was great. Yeah, no, there's a whole bunch yeah. of great community outreach yeah. stuff. And the Cultural Affairs Center is doing a lot of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. we have a lot of, like, in- venues popping up for stuff. So I think it's That's a really great. beautiful great. thing. Yeah. yeah, I love that. It's so nice to get back to, like, a more community-minded yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, is that, like, yeah. post-2020, you think? Or just just that it's just growing in general? I Well, I feel like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I feel like a big part of it might be, you know, having been so isolated for so long, I think people sort of realize, wow, I'm really lonely. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what that 
good answer. This was I think that really what happened is this in COVID, mental mm-hmm. health suddenly yes. became a huge mm-hmm. problem and mm-hmm. everybody was just medicating and whatever yeah. for it. And so then now the county and the state level have started to recognize mental health as a thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch more funding, insurance is starting to cover more mental health, mm-hmm. like they're doing a pretty bad job of it, but at least they're thinking about it, you know, yes. yeah. exactly. like online counseling. Mm-hmm. So it's like suddenly an awareness that like mental health is health too. Yeah, that's so important to have that because it is. It really is, yeah. and it's hard to for some people to see it as the same. But it really we weren't is. taught that. Brush no. under the rug. Brush under the rug. This is like a, this is like a new era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of allowing to even say, you know, I'm taking a mental health day. Yes. Like in the eighties. Yeah, let's go. Like, what the hell let's is do that. that. Yeah. Come on, Tatiana. I feel like we need a mental. Oh, I speaking of mental health day, so um. Let's say I was interested in um, participating in a <laughs> I like how she just painting class, not because I want to be a professional painter, but just because I enjoyed <clears throat> a stress relief. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. would I, where, where would, would I, you go? Where, uh, where would I you go? You would come to me, <gasps> Oh, fantastic. I would love to do that. Yeah. I'm doing a sexy September life drawing that. series. Oh, what, like what? Well. First, we're gonna have cockadoodle doo. Oh, is this well, no, actually, our chickens? Are we painting one. chickens? Sorry, that's the last one. Okay, we'll start with the first one, which is booty and booby night. Is that what it's actually? Oh no, you. That's what I called it. Booby, booty, booty, booty and, and booby night. Yeah, I love so that. We're gonna focus on those. What are you? What are you gonna draw. do? You're gonna well, draw gonna them. Be life, life drawing. Mm-hmm. So we have a group of people. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have a live model. Do I have to be nude. good at it? No, you don't need to know anything. You can do stick figures. It's all about fun. And, and I'm gonna do like a little, a little lesson. Yeah, you know, just a little teaching thing. Oh, I love people that. People that don't know anything about it and oh. feel. Wait, oh. you know what? Actually, I love the like. So you don't have to be good at it. You can no, just come. No, this isn't like to learn how. This isn't really to be an artist. It? It's just to have fun. Is Actually, it BYOB? It's to look at and it's BYOB. Oh, God. Oh, good. Holy yeah. Snacks? Yes. Are they going to be snacks? Yes. Uh, I didn't think about snacks, but. Uh, that's I good bait. I snacks, snacks, but I guess I could always put out some snacks. Mm. Sure. It's good bait. Yeah. yeah. Good bait. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll come for the snacks. snacks okay, so we got <laughs> TNA. So we got TNA. Then that was Friday night on uh, the 16th. On the 17th of September, I have a Pussycat Club. Uh-huh. Cute. No, Fever. I'm sorry. Wait. I changed it. Pussycat fever. Love so it. we're going fever. to be uh, drawing, Is, painting. A it, it's not just going to be um, butt plugs of the tails, <coughs> like the horse tails. <laughs> oh my god! Have you seen those? I'll do cake night for that. Can you please ask your Pretty model night. to wear a butt plug of a tail <laughs> with a kitty cat tail? Kitty cat tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If this succeeds, I'm doing it. Kitty but cat that's ears. Another, that's we could kitty cat ears. Yeah. You could have like people serving things in like kitty night. cat outfits. Furry night. Furry I mean, night. you could really grow, could grow. this thing yeah, here. So we're just going to start off this way. Actually, so vulva. We got mm-hmm. TNA. We got vulva <laughs> night. Then the week, two weeks later, I think I've got, um, I, on a Saturday night, I think it's the 24th is going to be stockings and heels. Cute. Okay. Uh-huh. So we need something a little bit more. A little tamer, uh-huh. and then the next weekend on the thirtieth, I have cockadoodle do. I love that. Which is, which is not chickens. Not chickens. <laughs> exactly. Not- and, and the model, it like he loves to do this. He's done it before. Nice. He's fine with up close and personal. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can see mm. texture, mm-hmm. things like that. Texture. You know, texture is important. Texture. Lines. Texture. That kind of wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> 
surprising. Who asked me this? I can't remember, but somebody asked me um, why I don't draw or paint uncircumcised men. And I thought that was interesting. And I said, well, first, because most of the men that I paint are hard. Uh -huh. <laughs> that would be the first thing. And it retracts, yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. So it was, it was interesting because they were asking for, like, they mentioned something about religion. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting, because, like, Jews don't have, um, right. usually are not circumcised, yeah. That's so interesting. And yeah, like, so no, that was, like, I a just... question that threw me off. So, I'm like, well. All religions have foreskin. Them. Foreskin man, night. Like, if, if, if hey. the model is. Foreskin night. There you go. Foreskin. Okay. Foreskin yeah. Fridays. Yeah. You, you, you could have, like, a circumcised and an uncircumcised model. Oh, we could do, like, a little lesson. Sure. Women have never seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's really not have never seen that. Absolutely. Yeah, or that they make fun of men, get made fun of for it. Yeah, right? There's all do. kinds of weird stuff. They're a little education moment, too. Just mm -hmm. them hard and they're fine. <laughs> There's foreskin replacement surgery. There's all kinds of stuff. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh huh. That's yeah. That's so interesting. Mm hmm. Why, huh. would, why would a guy do that, though? Is it. Because they felt like they had been they, mutilated. Like they had, mutilation. Yeah, they didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, they didn't. Yeah. 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 Um, well, so, that's and then. interesting, too, the topic. Also, yes. want to talk about consent? Oh, yes. yeah. I mean, that's, that gets fuzzy. Yes. Speaking anyway. of consent, don't you also have something to do with a uh, art porn museum? What? You know, if I had a tomato here, I think I would throw it at her right now. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, no museum? Yeah. Well, it's. It's kind of in the works. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I am thinking about... I don't want to say that. No! Okay, okay, then this, this will be a teaser. This is a teaser. You have to stay tuned. Oh you, can li you can listen back to this in whenever this happens and say mm. that you were one of the first people to know this. Mm. So, yeah. But you mm. don't know why, yeah. so... Mm. so mm. Um, <laughs> it is already... No, I just have to say something about the Flow app. Say it. Yes. Oh, yes. Flow okay. Out. We do have time for that. For people should chart their cycles. A lot of the apps are terrible. Their algorithm doesn't really work. Yes. Flow is a very good one, and it's free. You don't need to do the paid one. But if you want to know when you ovulate, go on Amazon and buy a bunch of ovulation predictor strips. They're super cheap. Oh, cool. They're also called LH strips. You pee on them, and it'll pinpoint when you ovulate, and then you'll know consistently each month when it is for you, and you can plug that back into your app. You don't need to really be that good about using the app. Just plug in the first day of your bleed. That's really all the matters that's so interesting yes oh, I kinda oh that's great that. that's yeah so thank you there you go i love it it's important that is important and flow is a good app because especially as you talk about post row a lot privacy is a big problem yeah but flow didn't they say they would like they're like they're not sharing go. their data yes. and they also are not super gendery so it's yes. not for people trying to conceive necessarily you can be trans queer whatever and it doesn't like it's not all pink with ruffles that's great yeah. that's perfect everyone download the flow app yeah so yeah. Um, thank you so much for hey, Thanks, us. guys. Thank you. Where can we find you and keep up with you? And if okay. I want to come to you for general practitioner care, how can I do that? I'm Happy Vaginas <laughs> on social media. And my practice is Rebirth Holistic Women's Health. Mm -hmm. And um, would love to say hi. Absolutely. Um, I really can't recommend Rebirth enough. I hope that's not yeah, ethical yeah, 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 yeah. of me. But I really yeah. can't anyway. recommend it enough. Thanks. So. And I went to you as well for some care. So You can yes, also just come by for hugs. Sure. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. Yeah. My okay. mom has a, has a stuffed penguin from Pier 1 that says, careful, I'm a hugger. So every time I hear I'm a hugger, that's the voice I think of in my head. Just Oxytocin so you know. is good for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thanks, joining guys. us. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. This has been Women on Top, where we empower women locally. 
The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. And you're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul, and we will see you all next Wednesday.